0: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked
1: On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome, you beautiful little monsters, to the Locked On NFL podcast. It's Tuesday, and that means it's me, Luke Braun, at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter, and Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola hey. on Twitter of Locked On Saints. I'm of Locked On Vikings, respectively. Here to talk about a changed NFC landscape, and we'll talk about who really won that blockbuster Stafford golf trade from over the weekend. We'll talk about if first round picks matter, because the Rams are making us thinking about, think about that, and all other aspects of this philosophical tailspin the trade has sent us into. We'll also talk about the fantasy implications, what with Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay pending free agency. Matt Stafford inherits a bunch of weapons and a good running game and stuff. What does all of that mean? We'll have Vinny Iyer of Sporting News come help us untangle all of that. This is locked on NFL and Ross let's start with the Rams are they the team to beat in the NFC
1: man look I think that with this trade the upgrade at quarterback you've got Sean McVay the number one defense an actual run game for the first time in Matt Stafford's career he's never had better than the 21st ranked rush offense in terms of yardage in his career the last time he had a top 10 defense for that matter he was you know that team went 11 and 5 and he had the best season of his career I think I think maybe outside of maybe the bucks if they continue to do what they did toward the end of this season which is a tall ask and maybe a couple other teams that might be able to compete with them but I would put the I'd put the Rams up there I mean they've been a playoff team three of the last four seasons and then now they upgrade at the most important position on the field I think they've got a claim here
0: yeah i i don't know i think i would still give it to the packers we Mm -hmm. we, i I like the bucks too uh you know i mean obviously they're in the super bowl right so they've won the nfc Mm -hmm. but you don't know what you're gonna get from brady next year if he's still gonna have as much in the tank what's his arm strength gonna be what needs to change there and and like we've talked about over all of the times the bucks played on monday night football so we broke them down that like you know it took them a while to figure that out now that they have they're very formidable but like I still give it to the, to Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. I don't think his age is nearly as much of a factor as Tom Brady's. But like, yeah, the Rams are absolutely a contender, and they're definitely the kind of team that can sneak into the two seed, maybe even sneak into the one seed if a couple things, break right, break wrong for Green Bay mm-hmm. and, and play a bunch of playoff games at SoFi. Like that seems like I don't know, that seems like it's in the cards. And I know that their defense probably won't be as good next year as it is this right. year. Um, and and I know that all that stuff is there, but I think upgrading at quarterback, and I think they're going to upgrade schematically because Mm -hmm. Sean McVay was holding so much back. We heard, uh, talk about it on yesterday's episode of locked on NFL. He came in and talked to Bo about it, that Sean McVay was simplifying everything so Mm -hmm. much. And there was so many things he wanted to do that he couldn't do because he couldn't trust his quarterback to do it. Matt Stafford is a quarterback. You do not need to scheme around. He can execute whatever you want and he can do so with a cannon. Let's see what Sean McVay can do with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you put a great, uh, you know, formidable offensive line in front of him as well, something he didn't necessarily have at any point sure. in Detroit. Like, that's another big thing. But I think you're right. I think we can look at the Rams maybe as not the. Top team in the NFC, I think contenders is the right word, but they are the team that could beat the team to beat if they needed to, perhaps exactly at some point, they like the That's Bucks the thing. of next year, yeah. right? Exactly, exactly right. So I, I'm excited to see them, and and as long as they continue to do what they've done so far over these last few off seasons and finding ways to you know continue to build this team in addition to what they're doing in the trade market, then we'll see them uh, be able to. Uh, maybe, I guess we'll say, ascend quickly in terms of the ranks of the NFC.
0: Right, and I think they were... It turned out that they were the best team in the NFC. They didn't win the NFC West, but they kind of won the NFC West because they won right. the playoff game. Mm-hmm. And I, I would definitely put some shares on them to win the NFC West next year as, you know, the 49ers mm-hmm. are in this weird limbo. We don't know what the Cardinals are going to do. The Seahawks are kind of declining. I think it's their division to win.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we look at the fact that they are contenders within the NFC. Does that mean that they... Won this trade outright? Like, would you say that they were the winners of this trade? I think when we look back on it,
0: I don't think there will be a question. We will say the Rams won this trade.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, boom! There's your there's your
0: your promo
1: quote. Yeah, man, that's a good put that on a tweet. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, like, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, I think that the, I mean, if we wanted to pick like an overall winner of this situation, the overall winners are Matt Stafford and Sean McVay. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. But (laughs) But if you're talking team for team, Kelly Stafford too. Yes. Yeah, right, right. But if we're talking team to team here, which one won the trade, I think you're right. I mean, the only way that the Detroit Lions win this trade is if Jared Goff somehow wins them a Super Bowl in the next two years, which is about as long as you're going to see him in Detroit. Nobody thinks
2: that's happening.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing with the way the Lions like have constructed this. It mm-hmm. seems like the majority opinion is that the Lions got so much for Matt Stafford that it is there because people usually look, okay, Matt Stafford and Jared Goff, we compare them, we say Matt Stafford is, you know, this much better and this much better at quarterback is probably not worth two first rounders and a third rounder, right? Mm-hmm. And even though those first rounders are are mega deferred, which is really right. important. You can't mm-hmm. access that asset for 2 years. Right. And w- where I think the Lions have gone wrong here is that they have now married themselves to Jared Goff. Jared Goff's contract isn't all that big. It's 25 million a year is going to be like the 15th paid quarterback. You're not really generating a disadvantage against other teams with that. And your cap will be totally fine. You're going to rebuild anyways. You're going to get rid of a bunch of players and all that stuff. The the actual amount of money doesn't seem like a problem to me. It's Mm -hmm. the commitment to Jared Goff. It's all guaranteed. You cannot get rid of Jared Goff. So that means when it's week six and he's absolute cheeks, you can't do anything about it. You're stuck with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the decision
0: that they made because they like Jared Goff. They did it on purpose. And if you're going to be in a rebuild, great. And if you see Jared Goff as a bridge quarterback, that's great. But a bridge quarterback is somebody you need to be able to move away from. You know, yeah. Ryan, the. The Dolphins are not married to Ryan Fitzpatrick, so he was your bridge. You're going to be married to Jared Goff, and so if you do get a quarterback and you want to put him in, you're, you're going to be in this super awkward situation where, hey, maybe we drafted Trey Lance and he worked out or something like that, and yeah. now you're stuck with this giant guaranteed price tag on Jared Goff, and you'll have to trade him back away probably for pennies on the dollar, and yeah, you, you got a bunch of draft picks, but you can't access them until next year, with them. year
1: after. There's no and rebuild. And their value is diminished by the fact that they are deferred. Usually we look at a first round draft pick or a draft exactly. pick to be one round later than it's considered based, like per year that it's deferred. So a 2022, one year from now, first round pick feels like a second round pick. Two years from now feels like it's valued like a third round pick. So really you traded a second round pick and two third round picks and your starting quarterback and then you got Matt Stafford, right? Like that's not a bad deal at all for the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Yeah, there's somebody, uh, Justice Mosqueda, he writes mm-hmm. for Optimum Scouting. He does a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of work on cash swap. And what's the mm-hmm. exchange rate if you were to you know, trade, if you could do it like in the NBA, if you wanted to trade right. cash, salary cap space for a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, based on the other trades that have been kind of like this, there was a salary dump trade that was Tannehill to uh, the Titans, and then that worked out really great for them. There was like the Osweiler trade. If you look at those, it's right. about one of those first rounders and a third rounder was about the cost of dumping Jared Goff's contract. And if mm-hmm. you're the Lions and you think Jared Goff is good, that's a coup. That's right. a highway robbery. Mm-hmm. But if you really think the Lions are going to be contenders with Jared Goff, I, I have a bridge to sell you. And I think they're right. just going <laughs> to kind of... They're just going to delay their rebuild for two years, and this this staff is now going to, you know, wear through two years of patience, waiting for j- them to be done with Jared Goff, who will, like, absolutely not work out.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. What a wild situation. I, I think we're in agreement here. Rams, contenders in the yes. NFC, winners of this trade. Uh, Stafford, and McVay. nobody else. Yeah, I know. It feels like it's only us, right? Uh, Stafford and McVay, winners in this situation. I think that's something that everybody can sort of agree upon. But we've got more to talk about, too, because we're talking about these first-round picks and, and these pick swaps and things like that. How much value do these first-round picks actually have? Are they actually right. worth anything with what we're seeing, what the Los Angeles Rams are doing? I think there's a, a clear and obvious answer, but we're going to talk a little bit about it next here on Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'll tell you what, we're talking about winners. If you're trying to be a winner and you're trying to get some wins, go and check out our good friends and our exclusive online betting partners betonline.ag there's only one place that has you covered in one place that we trust whether it comes to the super bowl the super bowl props i put a bet down earlier today about the uh about what color uh patrick mahomes headband is going to be and i also put a bet <laughs> down on what color the gatorade is going to be that's poured on the every winning year? coach there's something about just like betting on colors that i just apparently found very fun i bet on Go- the gatorade every year I, I love it. I love it. So if you want to do that, go and check it out. Betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code Locked On to get fifty percent that extra welcome bonus. There, don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget that promo code Locked On. Receive that fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so
0: yesterday, y'all might have missed Peter Bukowski, who has been doing Mondays all season on the Locked On NFL podcast. It's Beau Brock now on Mondays. He's taken over, and that's because Peter Bukowski has taken over the flagship Locked On Today podcast, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from all of our local experts all across sports, football, basketball, baseball, etc. Start your day with all the sports you need in under 20 minutes. So subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. So let's talk about the philosophy here because the rams are doing this in a very different way and i think that makes it really hard for people to kind of parse what's going on because they're essentially they're not using their first round picks in the draft like everybody else does and so you say oh they they, they've given away all their first round picks i've seen that a lot hey they haven't picked in the first round since 2016 since uh jared goff Mm -hmm. and you know people say oh wow they've they don't have any draft picks and that's bad team in it but they they have the draft picks they've just spent them on people who aren't rookies so I guess what do you think of their philosophy
1: I I love the idea of what they're doing I think that you and I are kind of on the same page in terms of like first round draft picks clearly have value otherwise you couldn't do what the Rams are doing nor could you build your team through the draft in the first place so I'm not going to say that like it's completely worthless to use your first round picks in the draft but if you can continue to do what the Rams have done I'm all about it. Like, let's look at this real quick. In 2016, they traded away their first round pick for for, in 2017 as a part of their trade to move up and draft Jared Goff, Mm -hmm. right? So they get their quarterback in 2017, the pick that they gave up, they go 11 and 5, they get to the playoffs. Tenth overall passing offense, first overall scoring offense, and then in 2018 they end up giving up a first round pick to trade for wide receiver Brandon Cooks. That passing offense boosts to fifth overall. Their scoring offense is at second overall. They go 13 and three. Not only do they make the playoffs, they make the Super Bowl. I don't want to talk about that. 2019 <laughs> they end up leveraging and trading did out of some happened wrong. A little, a little something. Actually, no, it wasn't what did happen. It's, it's what didn't happen. That was the problem. But anyway. <laughs> Um, 2019, they trade out of the first round, go nine and seven, but they get Taylor Rapp. They have a decent defense there. 13th passing defense, 13th scoring defense. Then in the middle of 2019, they trade away their first round pick. They get Jalen Ramsey. They trade away their 2020 first round pick to get Jalen Ramsey. They make the playoffs go 10 and six. First overall passing defense. First overall scoring defense. They have done a very good job building and turning these picks that they're trading into these proven veterans, these proven players that have helped to boost areas to where you can see immediate improvement across the team. The ripple effect shows that this is an effective team building strategy. It's just different.
0: Yeah. And coaching has a lot to do with that too, right? Wade Phillips was a fantastic DC for them for most of his time. Sean McVay, obviously he's the wonder Mm -hmm. boy, but... I think there is it's it's just difficult to parse all this because they like there's a lot of questions do first round picks even matter the Rams don't think first round picks matter and I feel like it's the Rams don't think first round rookies are valuable and right. that might be okay. I mean the rookie contract and all that stuff you know get your quarterback on a rookie contract and get in that's how it worked in 2018 and mm-hmm. you know you had the Eagles did that and Mahomes got to the Super Bowl before he got his big extension and all that stuff so sure but I I think there is something to getting a proven person with that and not worrying Mm -hmm. about like did you get the next Corey Coleman or you know you got Jalen Ramsey and you know draft picks I think of them as dice you're purchasing dice and you roll those dice you see what what player you get out of them Mm -hmm. but trading a die for an already rolled die that you know what it is even though it's a little efficient to Mm -hmm. trade draft picks and then have to sign a guy to a big contract and take up all your cap you got to figure out your cap and of course they're up against it even though that's inefficient I think that inefficiency might still be worth it because you're getting so much more certainty, and you're you know you're getting a superstar. They have Jalen Ramsey, you know Aaron Donald, who you know predates the McVay era. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you have Robert Woods and all these like definitely right. good players, and then second, third, fourth round picks can kind of fill in the guys around them with okay players. I think the biggest problem with the Rams team building strategy over the last five years was literally just Jared Goff, who has now cost right. them three draft picks to, right. to actually get him and one to get rid of him if you go by the first and the third, and then the other first was getting Stafford. Yeah. So yeah. Th- the problem was Jared Goff. Everything else, I think, has worked out pretty well.
1: Right. And and let's translate that, too. The problem for the Los Angeles Rams was the last time they actually used a first round pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? And so I, ever since then, they haven't used picks over the last four years. They've gone to the playoffs. In three of those years, they had winning records in all four of those years, even though one of them was nine and seven. Like I, I don't think that what the Rams are doing. And again, I'm not saying that this is the model that every NFL team should take, because if that were to happen, then obviously it would have no value and it wouldn't work. But if this is the way the, the fact of the matter is that first round picks have value, it just comes down to how it is that you feel is most successful in order for your franchise right for your franchise in -hmm. order to figure out how you want to use them they're either valuable to you because you use them in the draft and you get you know big talent or they're valuable to you because you use them to trade for talent that as you mentioned is already established they traded for a first round wide receiver in uh, Brandon Cooks who had already been established with the New Orleans Saints they traded for a first round cornerback a top five guy in Jalen Ramsey who was Mm -hmm. already established and yes you pick up their contracts as already done which wasn't necessarily the case with Brandon Cooks but you do run that risk but you know what those contracts are before you trade for them you know how it's going to fit in your books and then they've done such a good job Taylor Rapp uh, Van Jefferson Terrell Lewis you look at uh, Cooper Cup Gerald Everett John Johnson Uh, the guy that you mentioned earlier, Josh Reynolds, these are all day two, day three picks. They've done a really good job in the draft, continuing to build around probably with the exception of maybe the 2018 season, which is still kind of out at the moment, but they've done a good job continuing to build around what they've been doing with these first round picks.
0: Yeah. And now you can get all this depth and get it around Matthew Stafford. The biggest problem that the Rams had in 2020, if you listen to Sosa from yesterday, uh, Mm -hmm. locked on Rams came on to, to this show. Uh, it was that they couldn't push the ball downfield? Every drive had to be 13, 15 right. plays, and that was all you could scheme because Jared Goff couldn't get a ball out to the boundary further than 20 yards without underthrowing it, and then it turns into a pick six. So that's the problem. You don't really have as much with Matthew Stafford, who right. has some brain dead moments, and he makes plenty of mistakes, sure. and he's a, a plenty volatile quarterback as well. But he has a cannon of an arm. He can get out to the boundary, get the ball out to the boundary outside the numbers, downfield now they have that and they can have that kind of explosive identity that I think Sean McVay wants to have. The identity they had in 2018 when McVay was a mile ahead of the league schematically. Now he doesn't have to be a mile ahead of the league schematically,
1: and he still can be because he's Sean McVay. Either way, though, when it comes to this trade, the Rams won the trade. There's no Agreed. doubt about that. A thousand percent. To me. No doubt about that to me. So, you know, look, coming up next, we'll talk a little bit more about it. We know that the Rams won this trade. How can this affect you winning your fantasy leagues in the future? We've got Vinny Iyer, Sporting News, locked on fantasy football to talk a little bit about the trade and how it affects both the Rams and the Rams and the Lions and the players around their new starting quarterbacks. We'll have that coming up for you next year on Locked On NFL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Anytime that you're selecting somebody with a first-round pick or trading a first-round pick to get somebody in, it's always a little bit of a gamble. I don't like to gamble when it comes to my vehicle. That's why I like okay. one of our sponsors here, rockauto.com. I never have to gamble with these guys, Luke. I'm able to go on the website. I'm able to tell them exactly what my, what my car. I never gamble. My segways are solid. Solid, <laughs> Just like my vehicle, thanks to rockauto.com. I got another one in. rockauto.com. You can jump in there, tell them you mate, tell them your model. And of course, the year of your car, and whatever point, whatever part it is that you need, you're going to get several options at a fraction of the price that you would get them over at the brick and mortar stores from around the corner. So go and check them out, rockauto.com. And don't forget, of course, to let them know that we sent you by riding locked on in the how'd you hear about us section. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. At rockauto.com. Everybody's vehicle is different. Everybody is different because no two people are alike and no two tax returns are alike either. And thankfully, wow. TurboTax has experienced tax experts like myself and my segues. That are ready to listen to you. Learn about your unique tax situation and help you get the best tax outcome. Maybe you got married this year. Maybe you spent a lot of money on a brand new car and a bunch of different things. Maybe you got
0: traded to California.
1: Maybe you got traded to California. There's so much that affects your tax outcome. And the focus for TurboTax Online is to help you get the best tax outcome that's available to you. Maybe you just want to hand the whole thing off from start to finish so you can focus on your burgeoning baby. Maybe photographer career. Maybe you want to focus on your new gumbo recipe like I'm always doing. Whether it is that you want to file with the help of an expert or have an expert file for you, TurboTax Live experts give you the confidence that you need to know that your uniquely you taxes are done right. Intuit TurboTax Live.
0: All right. Yesterday on Locked On Giants was incredible. It was Manning Monday. Patricia Trena had an exclusive interview with both Eli and Archie Manning of your saints How on the Locked On that? Giants feed so go check that out get an inside look at one of football's premier family dynasties go listen to the special ed- edition of Locked On Giants after this show go do it all right everybody welcome into the Tuesday Fantasy Forum, we're here with Vinny Iyer, sporting news, locked on fantasy football. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, you know, big trade over the weekend with with Stafford and Goff and the Rams and all that. Uh, And I guess let's start with how this affects the Lions. Uh, because the Lions don't have like any wide receivers under contract. And so I guess, does this affect your prediction on who is or isn't going to stay in Detroit or maybe who will join uh, Jared Goff and and Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn and all those people in Detroit? What do we make of
2: this? Well, you look at the Lions. uh, They knew they were going to move on from Matthew Stafford. They get a solution Mm -hmm. for now. I don't think they were expecting having the two first round picks and a starter they could plug in right now. I mean, that was probably a little bit of right. a bonus. So they don't have to desperately go after that quarterback in the draft, but they do probably need the draft is a wide receiver because Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. are free agents. You figure they're going to make Galladay a priority to try to keep him around with TJ Hawkins and DeAndre Swift to keep that young nucleus of playmakers around. But Marvin Jones is on the older side. He's coming off a good season. You know, he wants to go to a team maybe – that's uh, more ready to win now. So Jared Goff, I don't know if the weapons change all that much here. If Galladay returns and they draft a receiver early in the draft, whether it's uh, Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddle or Jamar Chase, if any of those guys come in here and come in with Galladay, that's a pretty good set of weapons here for Jared Goff. And this offense, I think will suit him as well with uh, Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn being there. I think that's a good combination of guys that can get him on track, a change of scene, different style of offense here. So I, I think you look at Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford, very even fantasy scoring in terms of points per game last year, nearly mm-hmm. 17 points right under. I, I think Jared Goff actually might get a bigger bump with the weapons that he, he might inherit here in the long run if the Lions know what they're doing with their picks and free agency.
0: I you- wonder what kind of like uh, dynasty buy Marvin Jones becomes if he's going to be truly on you know on on the move and this is the time where wherever I mean he'll end up somewhere he'll play somewhere so I don't know if it's like super risky especially if he wants to go to a win now team that you would assume has a pretty good offense I wonder if that makes him an interesting dynasty buy.
2: yeah definitely I mean he's a little older that's that's a concern but he did produce very well here once Galladay was out in lineup and he didn't really do much while Galladay was in there, but Galladay got hurt. He became the default number one and they needed to throw to him and they trusted him quite a bit. So that that's the one concern I would have is he's going to be 32 years old. How much does sure. he have left? Does he drop off with a different type, style of quarterback? But yeah, I, I think if he thinks about a team, say like the Packers are certainly interested in Marvin Jones Don't here, that, then, he might have a little bit of appeal or if the bears can't get it done with alan robinson and they change their quarterback situation he's the guy there then uh, there might be some appeal so he definitely has to get to a good situation that is very much like detroit was where he's going to get targeted often immediately
1: So let's take a look at the other side of the coin. Matt Stafford heading to Los Angeles. He'll have a number one ranked defense. He's got a top 10 run game there from 2020. What's your expectation of Matt Stafford and whatever kind of a boost he's going to get from all the pieces that are there in Sean McVay's offense?
2: Well, the one thing with Matthew Stafford, he's put up a lot of big numbers over the years because the Lions defense, quite frankly, has stuck. So he goes to (laughs) the team now that... Plays really good defense based on the running game. Cam Akers really came on down the stretch there. You figure he's going to be the feature back. So you look at that, I don't know if he's suddenly going to get to a point where he's throwing for 4,500 to 5,000 yards with this Rams team. I don't think that what that's what they want to do or need to do with the defense that good at this point, the strength of the run blocking and Acres in there. So it actually might hurt his value a little bit, but then you look at Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Those are two ideal weapons for... Matthew Stafford, uh, Gerald Everett is a free agent, but that could open things up for Tyler Higby to have a bigger role as well. And Akers has proved he's a pretty good receiver as well. So the weapons are pretty good. I think if you look at the burden of passing, it's probably going to be a lot more on Jared Goff in Detroit because yeah. they still need to rebuild that defense, where I think Los Angeles' is defense is still pretty high caliber. They're not going to get necessarily or want to get in a lot of shootouts with Matthew Stafford. I think the biggest thing they want to do in reality football is be able to make those bigger plays down the field with consistency with mm-hmm. a bigger arm quarterback. And that's where they get with Matthew Stafford. So maybe more big play quotient rising for Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And it helps them mm-hmm. a little bit more, but I'm not sure if that boosts Matthew Stafford's value from where it is now.
0: It's like everybody becomes a like a boomer bust asset.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause I was thinking about too, like you know, some of the guys that are a little bit lower on the roster on the wide receiver room, like a Van Jefferson who started to really catch on late last season maybe doesn't necessarily get a boost even with Matt Safford coming in because of the situation that the rest of the team around the passing game is able to provide.
2: Yeah, I think Van Jefferson certainly has potential because we've seen this the offense sustain three wide receivers producing when Brandon Cooks was in there. Just the fact that Josh Reynolds is not that type of Brandon Cooks dynamic player, I think Van Jefferson – might have that potential as an all round player. So then you think about the fact that Everett might be gone, less two tight ends, maybe in that mix, maybe getting Stafford into the comfortable 11 personnel he's used to, spread the field, knowing you have a big armed receiver or quarterback to get the ball to these receivers downfield. So Sean McVay, we know, is about reinventing, adjusting his offense all the time based on his personnel. Mm-hmm. And he's going to adjust based on having better chances to stretch the field with Matthew Stafford.
1: There you go. There it is. Vinny, we appreciate you very much for taking the time to join us here on today's Locked on NFL. Make sure you follow Vinny on Twitter at Vinny Iyer, I-Y-E-R, and check out Locked on Fantasy Football every Monday through Friday. Vinny, we appreciate you, man.
2: All right, thanks a lot, guys.
1: All right, y'all. Thank you very much for joining us today. This episode was brought to you by Ted. 10101010. is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, which launched exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings came out on January 18th, so go and check them out and preview exclusively Exclusively at BlueNile.com. We appreciate you always for joining us on this Tuesday edition of Locked On NFL. Remember, it's going to be James, Tony, and one of our Locked On NFL Draft experts with you to help you get ready for the draft and the postseason as we get closer and closer to the big days in April going into May with the NFL Draft. So get all the information you need on that. Senior Bowl just wrapped up. There's so much to discuss. Thursday, we have new hosts in there. Well, Ryan Tracy's still there, but he's going to be joined by our good friend, Jake Liskow of Locked on Bengals. They're going to do some awesome front office and team building conversations. And then Friday, replacing Bo is Christopher Carter, who we moved over to Friday with uh, your boy Q. They're doing the betting experts. We have you covered here all throughout the rest of the week on Locked on NFL. For my good friend, Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL, I'm Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. We appreciate you being here with us. And it's been another edition of Locked on NFL, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.